Freestyle Travel. Hey everybody, this is Kenny Flannery, the host of this Freestyle Travel show, and I've got all the Freestyle Travel things for you this this time, this episode. Um, my apologies, it's been a little over a month since the last episode, and uh, I try not to do that. I try to get you at least one episode a month, sometimes uh, two or three, but um, yeah, it's just been a little crazy lately. But here I am. Um, probably not actually going to even upload this for a couple days. I'm in a spot with basically no internet. I'm on a, I guess I'll call it a weed farm in a Chico, California, thereabouts. Uh, yeah, last time, last episode, <laughs> last episode, I was in a Cherokee, North Carolina at a casino. I think I was recording the night before I had to leave. I get free rooms and all these like Harris. Caesars-related uh, casinos around the country now. I used to think I only got them in Vegas, but I guess I got them all over. And yeah, that last episode, uh, while I was recording, I had no idea what I was going to do when I left the next morning. Not entirely. had a couple ideas. That's where I left you off. What was I going to do? And uh, man, I've done all the things. <laughs> all the freestyle travel things. This is going to be like, yeah, we're, we're talking uh, hitchhiking, uh, trains, planes, Stealth camping in the woods, fancy hotels, couch surfing, trimming weed, harvesting, gambling, poker shenanigans, all the things you'd expect a hobo to do or not. I don't know. I don't know what your expectations are, but uh, it's been uh, it's been chock full of all that. So I'm going to get into all that. Um, I'm also going to read at least one, I think, uh, one question uh, at the end of the episode. I uh, decided I'll start doing that. So if anyone else, if you want to, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram or Facebook are probably the two best places. I suppose you could email me at, uh, let's see, go for hobolifestyle at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on Instagram or Facebook, Hobo Lifestyle Freestyle Travel Show. You'll find me one way or the other. But uh, yeah, if you got a random question or something you want me to uh, comment, you want me to read on the show and respond to, um, yeah, I might, I might just do that. And at least one person, I'm going to uh, do that at the end of the show. So, uh, yeah, that's coming at the end. But uh, in between, I just want to catch you up on all the shenanigans and where I'm at now and some pretty exciting stuff coming up. I'm really stoked about what's coming up. I've been, uh, spoiler alert, I've been trimming some weed, and I'm ready to not be trimming weed anymore and take my cash on the road. And there's... Many, many good things coming up immediately. Things just kind of happened all at once. So I'm super excited about it. Holy crap, it's going to be good. Um, yeah, so I'll be posting this episode just a couple days after right now. I'm recording it just because I can, but I don't really have internet where I'm at. Uh, so I'll upload this in a couple days. And maybe tomorrow, the next day, something like that. But you're listening to it now, and here we go. Let me uh, just jump right on into uh, what happened since that casino in North Carolina. Let's do it. Alrighty. <laughs> so yeah, last episode, if you listened in on my freaking traveling stuff, uh, yeah, it was. At that casino, I probably lost some money. I don't totally remember. I'm assuming I did. Uh, no, I won that little poker tournament. Hell yeah. All right, so that's that, that's relevant for later in the story. Um, I've been getting back into poker a little bit, and I'm starting to, starting to hit a little groove, I think. So it could be a positive. 
go either way, really. We know that. Um, but yeah, I uh, wasn't sure what I was going to do, but uh, the morning came. I think I up- uploaded that episode, hit the road. It was kind of raining. And at that point, as I started walking away from the casino, I decided, you know what? I haven't seen my buddy in Indianapolis in a while. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see him. So that's how it starts. Uh, started hitchhiking. I uh, walked to the edge of town. It's like Cherokee, North Carolina, Western North Carolina, west of Asheville, and wanted to see my buddy uh, KP. KP um, lives in Indianapolis. I met him through couch surfing initially. Now he's just a good friend of mine. He's um, Helped in a huge way for my hopping backpacking beer adventure show on uh, YouTube, and I've got updates on that. I forgot to mention that in the intro. Some updates, um, but uh, yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen him in a minute. I was like, he's not quite a hitchhike up there. It took a couple days, just one overnight camping to get there. It's kind of a rainy day, but not so much a rainy night. Um, hitched some pretty good rides. First ride was from a real estate guy. He got me up through like. Pigeon Forge kind of area, talked about his travels on the way, and uh, then a couple gave me a ride and just kind of bounced up, uh, found a place to camp, and then the next day I uh, was able to get into Indianapolis. So, what was that? I think it was a truck driver who gave me the the final, yeah, it was a truck driver. He was going like all the way up to Chicago or somewhere, um, gave me the last ride. Um, and then, yeah, hung out with my buddy for, I think it was a few days, actually. Uh, really good to do that and catch up with him, see what he was up to. He's got a new roommate, um, who's like flying literally over his house (laughs) at times. Uh, we drank some good beers. I saw some renovations on his place. Just, just caught up, uh, just good times. Uh, whenever I'm remotely close to Indianapolis, he's just someone I definitely want to see. So I was stoked to do that. And in the time that I was there, um, a couple things happened. kind of got talked into going to California. So I had a buddy in California, known for a long time, and he's like, I've got a buddy who needs some weed trimmed. Um, do you want to come and like stay at his place and trim some weed? Um make some money and I was like yeah (laughs) why not so I was kind of stoked on that I was like all right let me do that Um, but also let me do some things on the way so I decided I kind of did the math like how long it would take to hitchhike out there versus like uh, looking at cheap flights Um, pretty good at finding cheap flights by the way. Um, so let's see how this worked out. I found a flight from... Well, I also had a buddy, it's worth mentioning, because this is what happens next. I got a friend in Lansing, Michigan, also who I hadn't seen in a while, and I was like, I definitely want to see him. It's, it's been too long. So I'm like, how long would it take to hitchhike versus uh, how much would it cost to fly versus how much could I make in a day trimming? <laughs> Just did that little calculation. It's like, you know, a day of trimming, I figured it'd be like one, two, three hundred dollars. Uh, so if I'm able to get there even a day quicker, it would make sense, particularly because I got flights for super cheap. So the way it actually worked out is I found a flight from Chicago to Las Vegas for, I wish I could remember exactly how much it was, but it was 30 something dollars, I think. And then there's a flight a couple days later from Vegas to Sacramento for $17. I do remember that. 
think $17.88. And this is like Spirit Airlines, at least for that Vegas to Sacramento flight. So I'm like, all right, that kind of makes sense. So let me just chill. Um, so I hitchhiked from Indianapolis to Lansing, Michigan. I believe I did that in one single day. Um, so that was good. Um, just a bunch of different little rides. Uh, some cops kind of screwed with me towards the end. Um, I was getting pretty good rides, just really chill people, but short rides. Um, and then yeah, some County police told me I couldn't stand on the highway, which is true, I guess, but they drove me off. But luckily I was close enough to Lansing at that point. It was dark. Uh, my buddy came and picked me up the 20 minutes or whatever it was with his uh, girlfriend. And yeah, I caught up with him. That was awesome. Him and his girlfriend opened up a plant shop in Lansing. So it was a new development and it was just good catching up with him. And then locked in all the stuff and there's a cheap train to get from Lansing to Chicago. So that all made the flight kind of thing work out. So it was just a train from there to there. Uh, in Chicago, I didn't really do much. It was really just a transit thing. I went and I got some freaking deep dish pizza, which overrated. <laughs> Overrated. Um, yeah, kind of did that in Chicago and then hopped on the plane, got to Vegas, and Vegas was fun. Vegas is a story. <laughs> Let me get into you freaking know it's a story, man. Oh my God, Vegas. I'm stuff's been getting crazy. Some of y'all might have seen my uh, latest video on Hobo Lifestyle, the YouTube, youtube.com slash Hobo Lifestyle, whatever. You might be following me there. Uh, posted some gambling shenanigans that happened earlier this year, a month or three ago. Um, yeah, just uh, the free rooms are flowing like water. So it's like, and I've been going back and forth. So that's been happening. Um, but I got to, yeah, I got to Vegas and it was basically like a three day layover. I forgot how many days I was there. Two, three, four, five. I can't remember. I was there for at least a few days as like a layover, essentially, to uh, get to Sacramento, to get to Chico, to Trimweed. So, yeah, I stayed at the Rio and was playing blackjack and stuff there. And I was sort of a, had that poker vibe because I won that tournament, or I cashed in a tournament in Cherokee. And I felt like I was getting my groove back, just like my poker six cents back so i'm like let me try to play and in the rio like i walked by the poker room and it was just temporarily closed and i'm like what the hell because i was seeing all these signs for world series of poker at the rio and i'm like bullshit your tiny little poker room is closed and i just assumed it was like short staffed kind of thing or i don't know so i was like all right well that's lame so I was just bouncing around, playing a blackjack. I went to this casino called, oh, God damn it. I wish I could remember this because they were awesome. Uh, damn it. Kyle, if you're listening to this, you'd be pissed. What's the name of that casino? It's like back behind Bally's. It's a brewery. Oh, I feel like a dick because they had actually good beer there. Uh, it'll come to me, hopefully. Um but yeah, it was like a brewery slash casino, mostly casino. But I went there and got some free barbecue. And then they actually like called me and like, do you want some totally free barbecue? And I'm like, hell yeah. So whatever. I was having just like a normal Vegas trip, winning, losing money, playing blackjack. And then um, I was sitting at the blackjack, like video blackjack, late night. And this guy came and we were both like, you know, kind of crushing, kind of winning money. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm here for the World Series of Poker. I'm like, Where? 
I'm like, there's no poker here at the Rio. And he's like, what? He's like, do you want to take a little walk with me? I'm like, okay. So I walk with this guy and way back, like in the convention center area, it is like ramping up to the world series of poker. And he takes me into like one of the largest rooms I've ever been in where there's well over a hundred poker tables. I want to say hundreds, just like thousand people playing poker. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh, and then he takes me to another room and then another room just as big with that many poker tables. And I'm like, Holy crap. There's this, this whole underworld, not underworld, just like this whole world of poker going on. I'm like, Oh my God, I thought this place was trash when it comes to, I thought there was nothing going on. And it turns out like it is literally the epicenter of poker on the planet. But, (laughs) oh, okay. So, yeah, I played, uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out for me in the end. So I think the next, I I got some information the next day. I was like, all right, let me play a tournament. Um, So I played a tournament, and I I kind of felt like I was doing like, okay, I was just getting my footing. But uh, eventually I got um, knocked out before I could cash. Reasonable hand, like, Made sense. I was like, okay. But I felt good enough that the next day I bought in and I was like, all right, let me let me give this another go. And out of like a hundred and seventy people, I I got down to the last <laughs> twenty-eight people. This sucks, y'all. So basically every like thirty or forty minutes, there's a break. So I was in there for like six hours ish. Something like that. And like every 30 or 40 minutes, there's a break. You're playing. People are getting knocked out. People are buying back in. And yeah. <laughs> to, to, there was the last break, and 28 of us came back, and 27 people are going to cash out of like 160, 170, 180 people. I don't know. Something a little less than 200 people. Uh, 27 people are going to get some money, like at least their money back. And obviously, first place got. X amount of thousand dollars, thousands of dollars. I was like, <sighs> I was a 28th person to go out. <laughs> oh man, they stopped the whole thing. They had three tables going or whatever it was. And it was just like, everyone had to play one hand at a time. And they were just waiting for like one person to get knocked out. And then literally, I was the last person to get knocked out who didn't make money. And I was sticking to myself. I was pretty quiet, so I hadn't really made any friends. So when I got knocked out, and I had a good hand. I forget what it was, but it was just like I went all in. Someone called. I had a short chip stack, and and they, they got me. Um, and I just walked away. No one said good game. No one, I just saw that I lost and stood up. And as I walked away, the dude, he's like, Congratulations, everyone. If you're here, <laughs> you're in the money. And everyone cheered. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that was a bummer. That was the last night I was there. But um, whatever. It gave me the poker poker bug. And later in this story, it all comes around. As far as poker goes, I took a win. But that night, I was like, man, what a fucking bummer. So... Uh, went back up to my room and, um, you know, soaked in the last night in this fancy freaking hotel room. 
at least I got that for free, you know. And um, yeah, got as much sleep as I could, and then walked to the airport the next day. Uh, the strip is fairly close to uh, the airport. It's like an hour walk or something, hour and change. So walked to the airport and uh, caught that flight to Sacramento, got there midday. And yeah, hitchhike from the airport in Sacramento up to Chico, which is like an hour and a half. So that was interesting. Um, what I got? I got a ride from like a, a Jesus kind of loving guy at first, uh, just a short way to Woodland, which is just 10 or 20 minutes away from the airport. And he was cool. But then he like the closer we got to Woodland, he was just like, what you know about Christ? And I'm like, I know you're about to tell me all about it. <laughs> That's what I know. So, yeah, he just railed on me about Christ. He was nice. He was nice. He, he bought me some chicken and some Gatorade and some fried chicken at a gas station and uh, some Gatorade and gave me some Jesus pamphlets. I'm like, all right, bud. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, then I got a ride from these three people to Yuba City, and they were just, like, drunk out of their mind, pretty much uh, fighting with each other. as a husband, wife, and the wife's sister, and just, I don't know, just arguing and uh, <laughs> whatever it was it was goofy they were goofy she was telling me this horrific story it was i don't know funny in a way like they were fun at first and then the wife in the front seat um she started telling me this probably the most terrible story of her life you know just um how she had this guy and got pregnant and had this kid and um the kid died because he had a terminal illness and the whole time she was telling me this story um she was on the streets and whatever getting abused and the whole time she's telling me this story the sisters in the back seat with me like shut up we've all heard this nobody cares and i'm like oh my god this woman's literally in the front seat like crying as she's retelling the story to me and i'm just like I'm intent, you know, if people want to tell me stories, I'm all ears. I'll hear it. <laughs> the sister is just like, whatever, this again? <laughs> we all know, he died. Like, oh, god damn. So whatever. So footnote and a little hitchhike. And then, uh, yeah, another couple rides. I get to Chico. So I'm in Chico. So, yeah, here I am in Chico. So, um, yeah, like I said, one of my uh, good friends here in Chico, he said he knew somebody who needed some weed trimmed, and uh, that's the whole reason for going to Chicago, taking the flight, going to Vegas, taking the flight to Sac, <laughs> hitchhiking up to Chico. So that's why I'm here. So I met up with Buddy, and I actually first harvested everything. Like, um, I don't know, he's got like, or he had dozens of pretty decent sized pot plants on his property outside of Chico, and I just happened to get here just in time um, to harvest, and it was just downpouring. So we were literally up until 5 in the morning, me, him, and one other guy just uh, cutting down all these plants, you know, uh, and then getting them into a dry room so they wouldn't mold or anything. So that, that was a fun little intro, uh, unfortunate weather. But uh, yeah, we managed to get all the plants out of the ground, get all the branches hanging in a dry room. Uh, there's a bit of a disaster with dehumidifiers, stuff like that. It's just the kind of stuff when you're just freaking traveling randomly. Let things go. Uh, kind of situations you end up in. So um, yeah, since then, that was like two or three weeks ago. 
where we harvested. And then it was just kind of like, all right, uh, got to let the stuff dry. So in between, I've just been enjoying Chico. I've also been staying up here where I am now at his place, which is kind of like, it's definitely not off-grid. The only thing is just like internet is um, kind of non-existent at times. So I've just been here um, helping him with other stuff. He had other like random non-weed related uh, projects that just like random side jobs I've helped him with. Catching up with my buddies in Chico on the weekend, watching football, drinking a million beers. And um, yeah, once the trimming got started, that's kind of what it's been. Just every day, um, wake up and start trimming weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, every day, every day. And uh, Saturdays, I've been going down the hill to Chico, getting out of my mind, watching football on Sundays with my buddy. Um, and that and that in itself has been interesting. Here comes the poker, win back. So there's a few stories from these weekends that are whatever good times, but I'll, uh, I'll jump to this one, which was this, this past, I'm recording this on a uh, Wednesday. So this was last weekend. And another friend I'm trimming with, she she dropped me off at Secret Trail Brewery, which, uh, shout out, if you're ever in Chico, California. Uh, by the way, uh, just just a total shout out to Chico, California. One of my favorite towns. So if you're ever here, just like, burritos are awesome, nightlife is awesome, it's college town, uh, you will find good times. Uh, if you're looking for whatever you're looking for, you're going you're gonna to find it, like um, people-wise, uh, things-wise. Drink wise, uh, Sierra Nevada Brewery obviously is here. Uh, it's awesome. But um, on that note of breweries, Secret Trail Brewery is phenomenal. Uh, really great brewery. So I uh, did my book signing there. Um, yeah, if you if you want to buy my book, actually, damn, I'm just doing all the plugs here. <laughs> you can get on Amazon. I wrote a book called A Six Pack of Hitchhiking Stories, where I just uh, it's a few. Not a few, it's exactly six, <laughs> a six-pack of my uh, hitchhiking stories that involve beer. Anyways, I wrote a book in uh, that brewery, Secret Trail, a couple years ago. I did like a book signing there. So, cool brewery. And um, yeah, met the owners, obviously, because of that. And I just love that place. So anyways, getting back to the story, Saturday uh, after trimming, my friend, she dropped me off at that brewery. Met up with another friend there, had a couple beers, and then I was like, oh, let me... Uh, Give this other brewery. There's a new brewery-ish in town called Mulberry Station Brewery, and I tried it a couple months ago, and I wasn't a big fan. But like, I like to give breweries a couple, a few chances, especially in their first year or two, as they get their footing. So I'm like, let me try it again on my walk back. So they actually gave me a ride there, and it's right next to the casino, this little casino in uh, Chico. And I had played poker there a couple months ago. You might know. Listen to another episode. And had success, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm in a good mood. I'm a couple beers deep. I went to the brewery next door. They're literally connected, Mulberry Station and Casino 99. So I popped into the brewery, had another beer, so now I'm feeling real good. I'm like, hey, let's go. So um sit down at the one poker table that's going, one three, no limit. And I'm like, let's just see how this goes. And yeah, kicked ass, had a good time. I started off... Uh, Playing pretty well, I would say, and um, yeah, established. Uh, I established a good thing, and then was making money, and then I just had this one great hand at the end where this, because I was kind of on the tight side, sort of like you know, not playing every hand, just like picking my spots, a uh, little bit loose, but mostly tight. 
so this one guy just tried to bluff me, and I don't, I just, I don't know, I just sniffed it out. He went all in, I think, for like 150 bucks, and I was like, all I had was like a pair of sixes. <laughs> An awful hand, but a hand, and I was just like, I, I know he's full of shit. I just, all right. And I, I called, and sure enough, he didn't even show his hand. It wasn't even worth showing. He had nothing. He had absolutely nothing. He was just trying to uh, bully me, so freaking one big, and got out of there. So I was like, all right, that makes up for uh, the Rio nonsense. So made a bunch of money there. That was cool, because I had just gotten paid a little bit for the trimming. So it was just like stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> and I uh, just had a freaking great time. Went back to my buddy's place. Um yeah, football the next day, Sunday, bets and good times. And saw another friend that night that I hadn't seen in a while. She's awesome. One of my best friends in the world. It was awesome catching up with her. And she's one of the best cooks in the world, too. And, yeah, that brings me to now, basically. So, yeah, that's all the stuff. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to jump into the outro here and tell you, like, actually – some really, really cool stuff that's about to happen. Uh, I'm just excited because the trimming's just about over and, uh, uh, yeah, about to blast out back on the road again and awesome opportunity. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's jump to that. All right, all right, current moment. So, yeah, it is Wednesday, whatever, um, November 18th. Is that accurate? Maybe it's the 17th. Date flipped over. But uh, I'll probably upload this on a... Uh, Friday or something, if I can, if I get back into internet land. So the idea is I'm going to trim the rest of the weed here, California. Uh, meanwhile, like a week ago or something, my there's only like a, yeah, there's not much weed left to trim. So that's what I'm saying. It's only going to be, we'll probably finish it up tomorrow or the next day. Um, and a week or so ago, my buddy Christian, who's been on this podcast before, some of you may know my buddy from, uh, I've known from Mississippi. Uh, he told me that he's going to ride around in his RV totally free and not make any plans. If he does make plans, they're up for debate and just cruise around and he wants to film it all and start a YouTube channel. So I'm like, all right, bud, I know what that's about. Let's go. He wants me to be a part of it in some kind of way. Um, enough of a kind of way that he's meeting with a production manager is what he's called it. I think um, some guy in Austin, Texas, who, from what I understand, is going to edit his videos and do some of the promotion on YouTube. Uh, I'm going to learn more about it when I get there, but I've heard enough. <laughs> I've heard enough to say, yeah, I'm in. Because he asked, like, if I flew you out to Austin, would you, like, um, meet with this guy and then, like, be a part of it? So I'm like, hell yeah, uh, I'm in. That sounds cool. So, Christian hooked me up with the plane tickets. I'd already kind of decided I was going to go to uh, see my mom and sister and some fam in Wyoming for Thanksgiving. So here's all all this is going to work. And also, on top of that, uh, my buddy Walter from the Netherlands, brother from another mother, uh, freaking Walter, man. <laughs> He's been on this podcast too. Listen to his episode. Holy crap. We might do an episode in Vegas because that's where he's going to be. He's going to an Amazon uh, conference just after Thanksgiving. And because I get those free rooms, I'm hooking it up. So everything's 
smashing into place. So this is the way this is all shaken out. Christian has gotten me the plane tickets to fly me from Sacramento to Austin and then from Austin back to Wyoming, essentially. So, yeah, this is... Sometimes I end this episode like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I do know what the next couple weeks are going to look like. So I'm going to trim weed tomorrow when I wake up. Uh, Maybe the day after that, uh, get back down into Chico proper, hopefully upload this episode. You'll be listening to it. And then I'll get down. My friend is going to give me a ride down to Sacramento. We're going to go grab some food or maybe hit a brewery, something like that. And then she's going to drop me off at the airport. Um, I will then fly to Austin, and I will be in Austin for a couple days. Austin, Texas. Hit me up if you're there. Fuck it. Let's have a good time. And yeah, I'll be there for a couple days, catch up with uh, my buddy Christian, meet uh, this production guy, find out exactly what he's trying to do with this show, uh, what it's about, how I can help uh, film, be a part of it, whatever he is he's trying to do. Uh, hopefully see my other buddy who's working at a brewery there. Um, grab some beers. Fucking get some brisket. Dude, I'm going to get some brisket. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe even some chili and some fried chicken. It's Austin, Texas, man. Woo! Oh, man. I'm dropping the microphone all over the place. I'm so stoked. Dude, I've not been eating food much while I've been up here. <sighs> a couple days I didn't eat anything. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting excited. Uh, brisket, buddy. So I'll be there, yeah, for like two days or something. Um, I think even maybe even less than 48 hours, or I don't know, something less than 72. I don't know, but I'll be there. <sighs> Woo! F- yeah, find out about this show, and I'll tell you more about it. Maybe I'll have mean, an episode with Christian or something, but yeah, find out what that is. Um, and then yeah, from there, I fly right to uh, Idaho Falls via Las Vegas. I'll be in Vegas for like 10 hours. Will I leave the airport? Will I make mistakes? I don't know. Maybe I'll just stay in the airport and sleep. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, Idaho Falls, from Idaho Falls, I'll either uh, hitch to Wyoming or maybe a family will pick me up. I'll be there for like two days. And yeah, Thanksgiving. One of my favorite holidays because freaking food, man. Family. Beer, happy days. And that's also helping out my sister because she's moving to Hollywood. She's been living in Wyoming for a minute, and she's moving back to Hollywood. So I'm going to help her drive towards L.A. She's got a U-Haul situation, which is perfectly convenient because Vegas is on the way where I'm going to see Walter and comp the room. So he's got a free room, so we got a free room for like a week. Like six nights or something, or five nights, something crazy. I'm gonna be in Vegas for like a week, chilling with freaking Walter, flying from the Netherlands, coming in hot. We'll be going hard. That's gonna be nuts. I mean, if you're in Vegas, um, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, whatever that day is. Um, yeah, just a heads up. We'll be there hitting up Abel Baker Breweries. He's going to be conferencing it up. I'll probably be making mistakes, <laughs> playing some poker. Um, hopefully just not burning all my newfound trim money to the ground. Um, but yeah, I think I'm in, I'm in good spirits. I'm not going to make mistakes. I might, but uh, it's going to be a good time. I'm not going to make detrimental 
crazy mistakes. I'm just stoked. So that's what's up. And then, yeah, by then, after Austin, I'll know what's up with uh, Christian and I guess what's happening then. So I don't I don't know. I'll find out more. Is he going to come out to Vegas? Am I going to go back there? Uh, sounds like one way or another we're going to meet back up and start hitting the road in this RV and filming all kinds of stuff. We'll be filming his thing. I'll be hitting my YouTube channel harder for sure because I'll just be in that flow, hobo lifestyle. Um, I'll be filming some hopping stuff, I'm sure. Christian will have no problem like filming some brewery stuff. So things are about to get um, uh, rich <laughs> as far as uh, more video, more video coming out from what I'm doing and more travel, more adventures. I think it's just going to get electric as fuck. I think uh, Puerto Rico is um, a possibility in December and I don't know. It's all, it's all open from there. <laughs> I always got to end with the openness. Somehow it always comes to, I don't know, crazy shit's going to happen. But yeah, this next two weeks is pretty much what I outlined. So I'm super stoked. Um, that's what's up. I'm really, I'm about as excited as I get. <laughs> Try to stay in this constant state of excitement as much as possible. So, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, with, uh, I was going to answer somebody's question. So, yeah, that's what's up. And like I said, uh, I'm just pulling up this guy's uh, question. I know there was at least one that I got. Yeah, so I'll, I'll try to make this a reoccurring thing on the show, uh, answering your questions or commenting. I, I think I'm missing a couple people's questions. I only copy-pasted one, so I apologize to the other people. Um, but uh, this comes from, yeah. So like I said, Facebook, Instagram, however you want to hit me up, Hobo Lifestyle or Freestyle Travel Show. If you got a question, I'll do what I'm about to do now and read it on air, you know? Why not? I'm just trying to hit airplane mode on this thing, so I'm not screwing you guys up. All right. Uh, so this is Chris Maroney on Facebook, I believe. I think he hit me up on uh, the Hobo Lifestyle Facebook. So he said, okay, here's my number one question. Aren't you just gassed some days, just wiped out and tired? I mean, you can't exactly get enough good sleep combined with the frequent IPAs. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Chris. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question, man. Uh, do I get tired? Do I get gassed? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yes and no. Like, I get, like, temporarily tired, hungover. What happened the other day? I got a, uh, oh, yeah, after all that poker stuff. Oh, my God. I got freaking slammed i don't know if this is direct to your question but yeah after that poker game where like i won in chico i just kept on drinking and yeah man when i woke up that next day like i was a little hungover and stuff but <laughs> that lasted like an hour or two but i think i know what you mean you're also probably meaning like in general do you like long stretches of travel like uh make me tired and how do i get through it and um I'm just, I'm good. Like, um, I've just been living this way for 14 years now. So I'm kind of used to just like dealing with any tiredness I have pretty quickly and abruptly and, and getting distracted in a good way 
fairly quickly. So uh, any hangover or something that I have might last part of a day. And uh, yeah, there have been days where I've, I've been hitchhiking. And I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> not the best day. I do feel bad if I'm like getting into people's cars and I'm like super tired. Like I've even like fallen asleep in people's cars before. Like usually like, I would say in an appropriate way. And by that, I just mean like, I don't know, I'll get a ride in 18 wheeler and then they either put the music up or start talking on their phone. And then I pass out. I'm not really like passing out in the middle of conversation, but yeah, I still don't feel great about that. Um, but yeah, usually that's uh, pretty short lived and I'm just, I'm good to go. Like I've kind of gotten good at a uh, soldiering through, um, all that and there's just always something no matter how tired i get uh there's always some kind of second wind whether it's literally within the day or within the, the flow of life and there's a something coming up um i'd even put this in the category of like um just trimming all this weed for like it's been two or three weeks and i'm kind of over it you know I'm pretty much over it i've hit the wall but like it's over in a day or two so it's not that bad actually um but I try not to, I wouldn't trim weed for another month. I put it that way. So I, I try not to do anything that would really tire me out to the point of just like uh, boredom or being burnt out. I try to put a stop to it. So I guess in both regards, whether it's uh, drinking a bunch one night or just like trimming for weeks, uh, something, doing something tedious like that, I try to uh, minimize any of that. So I don't get burned out. And uh, yeah, I'm just about done trimming weed. I think I timed this one perfectly. I'm like, and uh, the girl I'm trimming with mostly, and there's been other people trimming with me, like uh, just keeps it somewhat enter entertaining, just like someone to talk to, chilling. So it's not like as tedious as it might be. And uh, yeah, hope that answers your question somehow, some way. If not, hit me up again. But uh, yeah, thanks, Chris. And yeah, everybody else, hit me up if you want to. I'll, I'll answer four or five questions in an episode if I have to, if I want to. So that's what's up. This is the Freestyle Travel Show. I am cruising, and uh, yeah, maybe I'll get an up. I got, I got a lot of potential. I think I might make up. I think I went like a month and a half. I don't know how long it's been, but like I, I kind of felt bad. It's hard to record an episode and even harder to upload, uh, just given the internet situation I'm in. So that's what that is. But who knows? Maybe I'll get an episode in with Christian, maybe one with Walter, maybe both. So maybe we'll get like uh, multiple episodes. Maybe I'll get one with my sister. Uh, I don't know. I got a bunch of options. Uh, people I can talk to, different stuff. So I'll get you some more episodes. Freestyle travel. I hope you're out there traveling too or just uh, planning up your next trip or just living your life, having a good time. Fucking A. Life is good. I love it. All right. Good times, y'all. Uh, keep on kicking, and I will see you down the room.